the Lord of Lords. He is Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's Elohim. He's the great I am. He's the rose of Sharon. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He's the star of David. He's Emmanuel. Hallelujah. I will trust in him again. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. On this morning, it's such an honor on this morning to give honor to the spirit of Christ on this morning. It is him I live, I move, and I have my being. And to give honor to our senior pastor, Pastor Darrell Jackson. One of the greatest pastors in the whole wide world. And thank you. Yes. Well, you know, if it was me, I'd be standing on my feet. If it was me, this man said he has the only time he has taken from this pulpit this year. He has preached and teach all year long. Supernatural favor. We thank God for him and his sacrifice unto the Lord and unto God's people. And to give honor to our associate pastor, Randall Mac Jackson, on this morning. Thank you for all of his sacrifice as being our associate pastor. And to Mother Jackson, so another support, so supportive. I just love her so very much. And to uh, the deacon, Kevin Jackson, deacon of our chairman, um, deacon of our um, deacon's board, the chairperson, and to his wife, Pat, and to the deacon's wife, and I'm sorry, to all the clergy too, to the elders and the ministers, and all the clergy and their spouses, and of course to our Bible Way family here. Yes, to the Bible Way Church family of Atlas Road. Mm, yes. And also to our friends and our internet view audience that we do give you honor on today. It is such a privilege to uh, stand in this place. It's a strange place. I don't get to stand in this place too often because uh, you don't have your master teacher. You don't have your master preacher. I'm just an apprentice. And so, but like he said, he'll be back next week and I'll be ready for him too. <laughs> I'll be ready for him too. But before we go into the word of God this morning, we're going to have a word of prayer and we'll give you what God has given me. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, God, we thank you and we praise your holy name for allowing us to see a, another day another day that it brought this brand new mercies and brand new grace in our lives and we're so grateful for it god we thank you god the ending almost of another year and we in this building and everybody that's hearing on the airways no harm no hurt oh really no danger have come upon our lives and we're so grateful because we're still standing here in jesus name and we thank you for that god we thank you because it was no goodness of ours, but only by your mercies and your grace that kept us all year long. God, we thank you, Lord, because we know that there is somebody out there and some persons that's out there that's not as fortunate as we are on today. So we say a special prayer for them, God. We ask you to touch those persons that are lonely at this time of the year, 
those persons that don't have what they need to have or even want to have, those persons that are in despair, those persons that's under stress, God, we ask you, we sending you there. But the prayer is that if we are in position to help those persons at this time of the year, God, let us be in that position of blessed to be a blessing to these people. And God, we so thankful. We are so thankful for what you are in our lives and what you have done and what you are doing and what you're going to do. Because even on today, Lord, even in our situations and our circumstance, we can still stand and say, we are blessed. We are blessed and highly favored. So we thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Will you turn with me today as we go into the message today? Will you turn in with me today to Luke, the first chapter? Luke, the first chapter. And we'll be reading from verses 1. I'm sorry, Luke, the first chapter, verses 26 to 38. Luke, the first chapter, verses 26 to 38. And the title of the message today is Blessed and Highly Favored. It is part of God's favor series that Pastor Jackson has been teaching and preaching and Pastor Mac on last week. And the title of the message is Blessed and Highly Favored. How many people know that you're blessed and highly favored? It don't sound like it. Oh, yes, I'm blessed and highly favored. And you heard that cliche say, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Amen? Amen. So we'll commence our reading this morning, starting at the 26th verse. And it reads, And in the six months, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when he saw him, she was troubled at his saying, at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary. Thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and he shall be called, and his name shall be called Jesus. He shall be great, and he shall be called the Son of the Most Highest of the Lord, and shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How should this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall shadow over you. Therefore also the holy things which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. And behold, your cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is in the sixth month with her who was barren, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, but it according to me, according to your word, 
and the angel departed from her. We will look at Mary and see what Mary can teach us this morning. We will look at Mary in three parts of this message. And the first part would be Mary's position, Mary's posture, and Mary promise. How many people know we got a position in God? We take a posture in him, and he will give us some promises. Amen? In the brevity of life, we all have made a choice to have a spiritual birthright to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And when we receive and believe on him, favor automatically becomes our birthright. How many people know when you first receive the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, favor became your birthright? Let me share with you in Luke uh, chapter 2 around about verse 52, you remember when Jesus started his ministry? The Bible says Jesus grew in stature and wisdom and had favor with God and had favor with all men. You know what happened to you? There was an automatic transfer. When you received the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you became an automatic pilot of uh, favor with God and with all men. I don't know how many of you will catch it in the parking lot, but I got favor with God. And I got favor with all men. Favor follows me for the rest of my life. Listen to this. Listen to this. The word blessed is defined as consecrated, sacred, holy, and sanctified. Blessfully happy and contented. The word highly favored means God's holy grace is upon you. And it is a divine blessing from God. Today, too many believers, today, too many believers allow Satan to take their favor birthright. Yes, you do. You allow Satan to take your favor birthright because of the way you talk. Oh, yes, you do. Because when I ask you, are you blessed and highly favored, you sit there like a knot on the log. But you got to believe and receive the day that you're blessed and highly favored. It doesn't matter what situation I am in, what circumstances, it doesn't matter what happens in my life because, see, I know that I'm going to win in the end anyhow. Blessed and highly favored. In Ephesians 1 and 3, it says, All praises to God, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every, every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms. Because we are united with Christ, the favor of God is about what, not what we have done to deserve it, but it's based on the position of grace and mercy. How many people glad they got grace and mercy in their life? I tell the devil all the time, grace and mercy is just dripping off me. So y'all want some, come pick it up. But this doesn't mean, the favor of God doesn't mean that you can just live any kind of way. You just can't live any kind of way when you expect the supernatural favor of God on your life. It's like this. As we look at Mary, and we look at Mary's position that's found in Luke, the first chapter, verses 28 and 35, Mary's position was not uh, a place, a location. It was most so about her situation. Mary was an ordinary woman she was not born from a wealthy family. When the angel appeared to this young teenager, she was engaged to be married. Undoubtedly, 
doing what uh, an engaged teenage girl would do at that time, because it was customary for girls to marry at a young age. She was probably dreaming of being married to Joseph, of a home that they would live in, the family that they would have. I don't believe she was expecting her life to be used in a supernatural way. God did not choose this young woman because she was worthy of the honor of being the mother of the Savior. The angel said to her, Hail, thou art highly favored, and the Lord is with thee, and you are blessed among women. The phrase can be translated that you are graciously accepted. When you are blessed and highly favored, God has graciously accepted you, not for what you have done and not for what you have deserved, but because of the grace of God. Because of that, over and over again in the scriptures, we see that God chooses people who are undeserving. God don't look down from heaven and say, I see a woman who has something to offer me. I think I can use her. Mary did not deserve to be used by God. To the contrary, she marveled at God's grace in choosing her. When God supernaturally favors me or you, you should marvel that God chose you because he could have chose anybody. But he didn't skip over you. You are blessed and highly favored. Listen to this. The moment we seize to see ourselves undeserving instruments, chances are we will cease to be useful in the hands of the Lord. When you say, Lord, I don't deserve this, you know, that's being humble. Ah, nothing I did to deserve you to really save me because the wages of sin was what? Death. But the gift of God brought eternal life. I'm glad because see, a lot of people in your family are not saved. A lot of people in your family are not saved. But I thank God that it was not by my works, but it was by grace that I should not boast. But I thank God for salvation on the day. And I thank God for supernatural salvation on today. Our position is not necessarily based on our place or location, but God uses us in our situations the best. How many people know that God uses you supernaturally in your situations the best? So why, when you are in a situation, when you are in a dry situation, when you are in a strange situation, when you are in a, a, a painful situation, why don't you think God can't use you? Because see, God can use you anytime, anywhere, anyhow, because God is an omniscient God. He knows your downsetting. He knows your uprising. He knows your thoughts from afar off. So why are you troubled with your trouble when God said there is nothing too hard for God? Supernatural favor. Your current situation, let me put this in the atmosphere for somebody, because they think their current situation is their final destination. Your current situation is not your final destination. You're just in between blessings. It's just a setback for a setup. That's all it is. Can you look at it like that? That's all it is. Because my current situation is not my final destination. This too shall pass. Hallelujah. I just came through this way so I can have a test 
for a testimony. That's all it is. It's just a test. It's just a test. It's just a test. Because I got to get a testimony because I heard the Bible say we are overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. Tell that enemy, tell that Nisail, it's just a test. It's just a test. It's just a test. It's just a test. Because I'm getting ready to have a testimony. My God, my God. It's like this. Psalms 34 and 17 says, The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and this is what I like about this, and deliver them out of all their troubles. He did not say one trouble. He did not say two troubles. How many situations you got? He said all their troubles. Because I heard the Bible say, all things work together. Pastor, can I preach a little bit? All things work together for the good. For them that love the Lord. For them that are called according to his purpose. See, when my good is working for my good and my bad is working for my good, I say that all things, it don't matter dry place. It don't matter strange place. It don't matter painful place. Because it's working. All things are working for my good. It's like this Psalms 34 and 19 says, Many are the affliction." Of the righteous but the Lord deliver us out of them all he's a deliverer he's a deliverer he's gonna deliver me out of this oh it might be strange but that's all right my money may be strange that's all right but I heard the Bible say there's a Jehovah Jireh and God is going to provide hallelujah position. Don't worry about your situation. Hallelujah. God got you. How many people know God got me? God got you. He got me. He got us. Yes, God got us. And let's look at Mary. Let's look at Mary's posture. Let's look at Mary's posture. In Luke 1 posture is so important to God as well as people. Let me start right here. I said this morning, I gave an example. You know why posture is so important? It's like this. When I thought about it, I got a granddaughter, and my granddaughter is nine, but that's going to come a time when my granddaughter will probably be 16, you know, in that 18 category, 18 years old. And she may want to start dating Antoine. <laughs> and, and if a young man happens to come to my house, because she do spend time with me, and I want this young man to have the right posture. He can't come up in my house and my, yo dog. He can't come up in my house and my, yo woman, how are you today? Oh no, he got to come with the right posture. Yeah, it's important that he come with the right posture. Because posture would be important to me. Yes, and we got to have the right posture with God. And Mary had the right posture because Mary said, Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be unto me according to thy word. Mary's posture was strong faith, and it enabled her to submit to the will of the Lord. She had the right posture. Mary was filled with the Holy Spirit because she accepted the purpose 
for which God had chosen for her. Knowing how can this be, because she had never been intimate with a man, God had chosen her for a test that was humanly impossible. Have God ever chosen you for a test that man said you can't do it? But I heard the Bible say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthened me. Because Luke put it like this, 1 and 37, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. I have been blessed and highly favored by God, and nothing is impossible. Just on this month, just on this month, I was in a prayer consecration for 21 days. For 21 days, I had a prayer consecration, and I had to pray for someone, and I had to pray for something. And I set myself aside for 21 days, and the only uh, person that I prayed for at night, uh, and the only thing I prayed for that night was that certain situation. And on day 22, the Lord came to me and he said, the curse has been reversed. I said, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Not because of just my prayer, but because of what Jesus has done on the cross. The curse, how many people know the curse has been reversed? Tell the enemy, the curse has been reversed. Amen. Hallelujah. Every door that Satan tries to close, God's going to swing it open for you. Amen. Every obstacle that tried to block your way, God said, I got an open door that no man can close. Amen. Tell Satan one more time, the curse, the curse has been reversed. Let's give God praise. Listen to this. Posture is a right relationship with God. Posture is walking uprightly. Psalms 84 and 11 said, For the Lord is the sun and the shield, and the Lord will give you grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly before him. No good thing would he withhold from them. That's why I live right. Oh, yes, that's why I live, right? That's why I pay my tithe. That's why I pay my offering. Because, see, there's going to be some crunch times. Oh, yeah, there's going to be some crunch times. There's going to be some times from paycheck to paycheck. There's going to be some times when my bill is $333.33 and I only got in my bank account $33.33. But I heard the Bible say that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing that I shall not have room enough to receive it. I don't know where the money's gonna come from. It may come from your pocketbook, but I know it's got to come. Amen, hallelujah. My God, my God. No, what good thing would he withhold from us? Psalms, you know, even with posture, even with posture, I thought about posture. Even with posture, we got to have the posture, a heart posture. Because a lot of times that why God can't use us properly and why he can't answer our prayers properly, it's something in our heart. You know, it's something in our heart. We don't speak to people. Why you can't speak to people? You're supposed to speak to everybody. Why they got to speak to you all the time the first time? It's something in your heart. You got to have a heart posture. God can't use you. You got iniquity in your heart. God can't use you. You got jealousy in your heart. God can't use you. He did a heart posture this morning. Mary had a heart posture. Listen to this. 
I looked at Psalms 51, and it, it reads like this. Psalms 51 in verse 1 said, we need a needy heart. And the needy heart says, have mercy on me, Lord, according to your unfailing love. Our heart needs to be needy towards God. Because let me say this to you. You're going to need God before God needs you. Oh, yes, you will. Oh, yeah, because God really don't need you because he, he's a God all by himself. He really don't need nobody else. <laughs> but I thank God, I thank God, I thank God that he chose to create us. Psalms 52 and said we need a submissive heart. A lot of times our heart are not submissive. We need to submit ourselves not only to God but unto man. A lot of times that we don't want to submit, our, we want to do what God says do, but God says you got to submit yourself unto man too. We need a submissive heart. Uh, Psalms 51 and 2 say, wash me, Lord, and I will be whiter than snow. We need an obedient heart. A lot of times our hearts are not obedient. We need to obey God and we need to obey man. Because, see, the Bible says if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the fat of the land. You will eat the good of the land. Psalms 53 51 and 3 says, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew in me a right spirit. Yes. And then Psalms 51 and 4 says, we need an expectant heart. Then I would teach transgressions your ways, and finally we need a restored heart. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a contrite heart. O Lord, you will not despise. Today my question is to you, where is the posture of your heart? Yes. Do you love everybody? Do you really love everybody? I love everybody. I may not like what you do, but I love you. Oh, yes, I do. I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. I may not like what you do sometimes, but I love you. Amen. Posture, Mary's posture. And then we come to Mary's promise that's found in Luke 1, 31 through 37. When you look at the word promise, in Mary's promise, a promise is a declaration that, that says something will or will not be done or given. Blessed and highly favored that God has promised that the enemy will not win. And you know why the enemy will not win? Because I heard the Bible say in John 10.10, 10, the enemy came to what? Steal and to destroy but Jesus said, I came to give you life. He didn't come to give you any kind of life. He said, I came to give you life, and I came to give it to you what? More abundantly. How many people want to live in the abundant life? Oh, I heard Pastor preach a message, more, more, more. Tell the atmosphere, I want more, 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 more. I want more houses. I want more cars. It's all right to say for more. I want more joy. I want more peace. I want more anointing. I want more word. More, 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 more for my life. Because I've been promised the abundant life. And you know what? The enemy will not win. You know why he won't win? Because Isaiah 57, uh, 54 and 17 says like this. No weapon. Come on now. You got to tell the enemy this morning. It's Christmas Eve. And I'm blessed and highly favored. And right now today, I'm going to have to say no weapon. No weapon formed against me. It's going to form now, but not against me. No weapon formed against me is going to what? Prosper. And every tongue that rises up, thou is going to curse. Because this is a part of my inheritance. How many people got a no weapon praise? 
I got a no weapon praise because no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Promises, promises. Look at this. 2 Corinthians 1 and 20 say, For all the promises of God are yea and amen unto the glory of God by us. And if you look at another version, for every one of God's promises are yes in him and through him, and we can say amen to the glory of God. Mary not only believed in the promises of God, but she also received God's promise. In Luke 1, 31 through 37, she, she would conceive in her womb and bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Jesus. He shall be great and be called the son of the highest, and the Lord of God shall give him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom shall never have an end. Mary believed and received her promise with a little hesitation and fear, but she trusted in God's word that he would bless and, be, and she would be highly favored and the Lord's word came true through her. How many believe if you believe and you receive God's word, the Lord will bring it to pass? Because God is not a man that he should lie. Neither he's the son of man that he needs to repent. Now, believing and receiving takes a faith journey. How many people know that? It takes a faith journey. Hebrews 1 and 11 says, now faith. How many people got some now faith? See, I, I like this verse. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You know why I like that verse? Because it says now faith. Since one second ago has passed. But see, now faith is still working in this second. And that's why you got to have some now faith. Your faith got to be working right now. I believe right now all my children are saved. I believe right now my husband is saved. I believe right now I can get a better job. I believe right now I can get a promotion. I believe right now all my stuff can be returned back to me. Everything I gave to the enemy and everything the enemy took from me, I want it all back. I want it all back. I want it all back. Because I got some now faith. I got some work that thing called faith. Work that thing, work that thing, work that thing called faith. Yes, we need some now faith. This is a, uh, this is a faith journey. It says in Hebrews 11 and 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. And he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder. God's going to reward my faith. I don't know about your faith, but God's going to reward my faith. And since you don't want the rewards, I'll take yours too. God's going to reward my faith. Hallelujah, that diligently seek him. I seek God in the morning. I seek God in the afternoon. I'll seek him at night. Oh, yes, I will. Oh, because I'm going to work my faith. And when I work my faith, I'm going to be blessed and highly favored in God. Amen. Amen. Listen to this as we go on. As we go on. The promise of blessed and highly favored has to take the energy of the anointing to move. How many people got some anointing? Well, let me ask you this. How many people feel with the Holy Spirit? But let me put it like this. Old school said, you feel with the Holy Ghost? Oh, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Because blessed and highly favored 
gets the anointing moving in me and when the anointing moves in me things got to happen when I believe and receive that I'm blessed and highly favored I can declare and decree even on this week the Lord told me to tell somebody stop crying dry your tears up because weeping may endure it for a night but somebody got some joy somebody got some joy that's coming in the morning because it's going to be Merry Christmas I told the devil, Merry Christmas, devil, because Jesus is born. Merry Christmas, devil, Jesus is born. Amen. Blessed and highly favored. Yes, blessed and highly favored. Promise in the coming of Jesus' name that I have fresh anointing. And I can say that I'm blessed and highly favored because the blood of Jesus caused my enemies to tremble. The blood of Jesus caused my enemies to flee. And don't tell me you sit up in church and you don't have no enemies. Yes, you do have an enemy. And his name is Satan. But right now we want to plead the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood that reaches the highest mountains. Hallelujah. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Blessed and highly favored said there is more of God's favor on my life. How many people believe there's more of God's favor on your life, your whole life, your entire life, for the rest of your life? Yes, blessed and highly favored said, my job is blessed and highly favored. You having some problem on your job? Just go in when you go back to work after the holidays and tell that boss, that supervisor, those employees, I am blessed and highly favored. And watch somebody get a raise, watch somebody get a raise, watch somebody get a raise, watch somebody get a raise. Hallelujah, it's a new year, it's a new beginning. Hallelujah. I'm blessed and highly favored in my job. How many people need restoration in your family? How many people need restoration in your family? Go tell your family, there's no Jerry Springer up in here, up in here, up in here. No Jerry Springer up in here. Because this family is blessed and highly favored. Yes, when you're blessed and highly favored, you can declare and you can decree, I want some more of that anointing. I want some more of God's peace. I want some more of God's joy. And listen to this. When you're blessed and highly favored, you in the plus anointing. Yes, the plus anointing. The plus anointing says more, more. You in the plus column. I have favor with God and I have favor with all people. Blessed and highly favored says like this. It is not what I'm going to get, but it's what I already have. <laughs> Come on now. It's not what you're going to get. I see somebody down there, back there jumping, said, it is already what you have right now. How many people know that you are blessed and highly favored? The question today, and I'm going to ask it for the last time, when was the last time you received since you believed God's promise? When was the last time that you received since you believed do you believe that you're blessed and highly favored? Yeah. Hallelujah. As we end this message on today, blessed and highly favored, there's a wonderful song by the Clark Sisters as you stand to your feet. Hallelujah. There's a wonderful song by the Clark Sisters, and it says, he brought me through hard trials. He brought me through tribulations, I would never let a day go by 
and not realize that the Lord has been on my side. So we are blessed. Don't take it for granted. We are blessed and highly favored. Before the choir starts singing, this is Christmas Eve. You need to flood this altar and let God know by faith, yes, I'm in a position of a situation, but I believe there's nothing too hard for God. Nothing is impossible for God. Yes, I would take a posture in my heart, my pure heart, and I will take God, his promises at his word. Come to the altar. Come to the altar and step out by faith and believe and trust in God again for that situation. Come on, let's give God a praise as you come. God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe you again, God. Yes, I'm in a situation, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to take a posture. The posture of faith. The posture of a pure heart. A submissive heart. Obedient heart. Yes, I'm going to receive your promise. Thank you. 
up in me. It kept up. It didn't work. It up. It caught up in me. It shut up in me. It caught up in me. It fit around and fall. It caught up in me. Mercy. It was grace and mercy. It was grace that covered my pillow. It was mercy that blasted the enemy. testimony here. Let's give God a praise. Hallelujah. Because we are blessed and highly favored. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, every person that came for this corporate anointed blessing, God, we ask you in the name of Jesus, you know every person's situation. Yes, you do, God. The omniscient God that you are, you know every person's, every strand of hair that's on their head, God. You know their beginnings from their endings, God. And God, in the name of Jesus, let them recognize for every situation they find themselves in, for every circumstance, every trial, every tribulation that they face in this life, let them know, God, that you're in the midst. You're in the midst, God, and you will never leave them, and you will never forsake them, God. Let them recognize that you work best in their situations, and let them take a position knowing that you're going to be and work it out because the enemy will not win in their lives. And God, let the posture of their hearts always be pure, Lord. Always have a pure motive, God. Hallelujah. God, we just thank you in advance because all your promises are yea and amen in Christ Jesus unto the glory of God. And let them believe and receive all your promises, the promises of healing, the promises of provision, the promises of open doors, the promises that their children will be saved, the promises that their spouse will be saved, the promises of health and wealth in their lives. So we thank you in advance. And we say we bless you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we love you. And we are blessed and highly favored. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If there's anyone today that it's a great day to give the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ your life. What better day than Christmas Eve? Anyone needs the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, stay at the altar and the ministers will minister to you.
Yes, Lord. Someone is coming on Christmas Eve. Someone is coming to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's give God a hand. A day that he will always remember. A day anyone else. Come unto the Lord. The Lord said, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. Pastor Jackson is coming to us. Yes, Lord. Pastor Jackson. Come on, anybody else, look at this young man giving God a Christmas Eve gift. Maybe there's somebody else who walked down those aisles and just say, here I am, Lord. Tell somebody, it could have been me. It should have been you, amen. Anybody else want to make that commitment? Give God a hand of praise for this awesome young man. Give God a praise for the message. Listen. As they sing those words, here's what I want you to do. Today is Christmas Eve. Thought about this yesterday.